Hi, this is David Mastio, California editor for the Center Square, and this is California in Focus. As always, I'm joined by Kenneth Shrupp, a California reporter for the Center Square. Today, we're talking about homeschoolers in California. So tell me what the Washington Post reported. The Washington Post conducted an analysis of the increase in homeschooling in every state in the country, and they found that there's a 78% increase in homeschooling just in California alone. This trend had already started in the years 2018, 2019, but really picked up during COVID, as one could expect. But these numbers have not gone down to pre-pandemic levels, and you see a lot of parents sticking on with the program. How many people is that? Across California, uh, data is not exactly clear um, because not every county and school district does proper reporting. But what I can tell you is that Los Angeles Unified School District, which is the largest in California, had an 89% increase since 2017 school year uh, through today. They have 2,166 students who are homeschooling. For context, that is about $27,000 that we're spending per kid in combined state and local funding, and that's roughly a little over $54 million that the school district is not getting because these kids are being homeschooled. Are these just wealthy and religious parents? Absolutely not. What the post-analysis found is that, and I'm going to quote them here, it says, homeschooling surging popularity crosses every measurable line of politics, geography, and demographics, which means that it's not just wealthy people or religious people pulling their kids out of school districts, I mean, uh, public schools. And the also found that there was no correlation between school district quality as measured by standardized test scores and homeschooling growth. So even if you have great schools or terrible schools, people are pulling their students out at a similar rate. Was this a nationwide trend or is California an outlier? Uh, this was a major national trend. If you look at the data across the country, almost every single state saw major, major increases. The outliers would be New Mexico, which only saw a 1% increase, and Georgia, which saw a 10% increase. But if you look overall, homeschooling has seen an increase by over 50% on average. So California is much higher than the national average. California is much higher than the national average, and the larger school districts and bigger cities, I presume, mostly are higher than the statewide averages. So when you followed up on this story, did the Department of Education have anything to say? Uh, the Department of Education did respond to my inquiry, and they did not actually ever end up sending a statement back to me. What is driving this trend in California? You said earlier that you did the Washington Post thinks it doesn't have anything to do with school quality. Well, they don't think it has anything to do with school quality, but what parents on the ground are saying and what education experts are saying is very clear. Parents are unhappy with what is and what isn't being taught in schools, and uh, that extends even to the basic rules that you can have or not have in schools. There's something called willful defiance that was made perfectly 
uh, okay now in California schools, including charter schools. This means that if you are disrupting class, if you're yelling over the teacher, if you're being extremely disrespectful, you just can't be suspended anymore. This is making it very hard to teach. It only takes a couple problem students to make teaching extremely difficult. The other aspect is that the majority of California students do not meet state standards for any subject. Do California Democrats have any plans to turn schools around? Well, California Democrats' main priority for turning schools around is spending more money. We just saw an increase in $3,000 per pupil in state funding to go from twenty-four dollars to $27,000 a year. For context, I believe the average private school is about $12,000 in tuition per year, while the average charter school receives only $10,000. And then if you go even further down the list, homeschooling is done out of pocket for most parents, and that costs about two or $3,000 a year. For overseeing such poor schools and not having a clear plan to address it, California still has plenty of time to fight culture war stuff in schools. That was big this year, wasn't it? Yes, it was. The school board in Temecula turned got national attention when it decided not to adopt a curriculum that was endorsed by the State Department of Education. This curriculum for first through fifth graders had a section on LGBTQ civil rights history, and the school board was concerned that they would have to teach uh, first through fifth graders about sexuality and, and gender at a very young age for the history lesson to make any sense, and thus they were concerned it was an inappropriate age at which to do this. They ultimately were threatened by the governor himself with a $1.5 million fine if they did not purchase these textbooks, which the State Department of Education said that they would just buy and provide anyway if, if they didn't go through and do it on their own. And California passed a law that makes it easier to get rid of school board members who stand in the way of multicultural openness or I'm trying to think of what the right what the right word is. Is that right? If a school board member does not support uh, or adopt a curriculum that is inclusive of certain groups, that school board can be fined by the state and end up with the textbooks that it did not adopt, ending up in its students' hands. I'm David Mastio with The Center Square, and we've been talking with Kenneth Shrupp, California reporter for The Center Square. You can read his work at thecentersquare.com. Thank you for listening to California in Focus, and please subscribe to our podcast.